Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to function in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its timeless principles. We've been speaking about the favor of God and uh, our emphasis has been on uh, thriving by by the favor uh, that is from God. And in today's episode, uh, I'd like to introduce a new dimension of uh, the same uh, series. And so our topic is the purpose of the favor of God. The purpose of the favor of God. Why does God favor us? Uh, the question of purpose is a very important one because uh, as Dr. Miles Munro says, he says that when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. When purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. That means that when you don't know why you are given something, then you are likely not to uh, uh, use it for the purpose that it was intended for. You are, you are likely to use it for other things that are not profitable, other things that uh, that uh, do not give it its optimal uh, sense of expression. So let's also look at uh, what the Bible says. It says in uh, James chapter 4 verse uh, 3 it says when you ask you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives what you, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Perhaps I, I could even start uh, from verse 4. It says uh, what causes fights and quarrels uh, from verse 1 uh, what causes uh, fights and quarrels among you don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You want something, but don't get it. You kill and convert, but you cannot have it, have what you want. You quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So this applies also to the concept of favor, that uh, there are many reasons why people desire to operate in a new dimension of favor. We all have access to the favor of God uh, if we are in the kingdom of heaven. There is a dimension of uh, favor that allows the world to exist, that is uh, accessible to all human beings, because it's just by the mercies of God that we are alive, and it's by His grace that everything is sustained and is not destroyed by the enemy. However, uh, kingdom citizens all have access to a whole new dimension of favor. But this favor is expressed in varying degrees in individuals. And as we see later in this series, uh, how to unlock this favor, you realize uh, the factors that determine the dimension of favor that a person walks in. But the question is, is that uh, when you look at people walking in higher dimensions of favor, when you read the Bible and see dimensions of favor that you have not seen in your life, what what makes you desire to walk uh, uh, in that dimension? What is your motive? That's the question. Huh? Uh, and, and, and so it's important to realize from scripture what uh, the correct uh, motive should be for desiring a higher dimension of the favor of God, desiring to unlock this favor that we have been given access to as kingdom citizens. Huh? Uh, so <clears throat> uh, the first uh, reason is that uh, is a, is a, for the favor of God is that is to place a mark of divine approval on a person. The favor of God is a way of uh, 
blessing a mark of divine approval on a person. It's divine endorsement. It's God saying he has put a stamp on a, on that person uh, for whatever reason that he, for whatever purpose that is he intends. And uh, a good example of this is uh, <clears throat> we're going to look to two, at two people. That's uh, the first one is uh, Isaac. So the scriptures say concerning Isaac in uh, <clears throat> in uh, Genesis chapter twenty six. Uh, after the Lord had told him not to go to Egypt and to stay where he is and God will bless him because he will be with him. <clears throat> so in verse uh, Genesis 26 from verse 12 uh, to, uh, four, four to 15, this is what it says. It says, Isaac planted in that land and, and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich and, in his, and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of the, uh, in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up, filling them with earth. You see, so the reason why uh, uh, remember there was famine in Gerar, and uh, and uh, Isaac planted and reaped a hundredfold and he continued to prosper even beyond that and he became very wealthy and these people uh, they did not like the Philistines, what was happening to him, they became envious and so they now started to to, uh, to fight him and uh, you see when you read on you'll find that uh, he dug several places well, but they, they stopped them up and then eventually they allowed him to they, they reach a place where uh, this is from verse 21 where he says that then they dug another well, but they but they quarrelled over that that one also. So he named it Sitna. He moved on from there and dug another well, and no one quarrelled over it. He named it Rehoboth, saying, "Now the Lord has given us room, and we will flourish in the land." Then you go on ahead into verse. Uh, uh, go 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 ahead on to verse twenty-five. Huh? <clears throat> this is where I wanted to bring out the issues to the fore. Uh, from verse 25, uh, the scripture say, this, says, uh, Isaac built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. There he pitched his tent and, the, and there his servants dug a well. Meanwhile, Abimelech had come to him from Gerar. Uh, Abimelech was a king of the Philistines. And he says, uh, <clears throat> had, had come to him from Gerar with Ahuzath, his personal advisor, and Fikol, the commander of his forces. Isaac asked them, Why have you come to me since you are hostile to me and sent me away? Uh, they answered, We saw clearly that the Lord was with you. So we said, There ought to be a sworn agreement between us and you. Let us make a treaty with you that you will do us no harm just as we did not molest you but always treated you well and sent you away in peace. And now you are blessed by the Lord. So you see, the thing is that uh, the Philistines were hostile towards uh, 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 Isaac for prospering, and the king, uh, uh, the king had actually asked them not to not to molest him. But what happened is that uh, they began to to do uh, uh, to 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 harass him and to express their jealousy by stopping up the wells that he would, would dig because they were envious of his prosperity. But now, because of the, the way the hand of God was upon him and the way he was prospering, the king uh, saw 
what was happening to him. And so the favor of God, the dimension of favor was very high. And so this is a king coming with these officials, top officials to him. And they they wanted to make an agreement with because they saw that they recognized that the Lord was with him, the presence of God, that the favor of God that is a product of the presence of God was evident, was an ev- uh, evidence of the fact that the presence of God was his manifesting in his life, was with him basically. Yeah? <clears throat> so, 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 so the thing is, uh, in that context, you realize that favor actually uh, signified a mark of approval over Isaac. It's something that they could not, that, that uh, these people noticed on their own without Isaac telling them that this person, the Lord was in. This person, there is a backing, a supernatural backing within because of the dimension of favor they were seeing in his life as a result. So favor, uh, favor places a mark of divine pro- approval on a, on a person. The other person we can look at is uh, uh, David when he was a young, young person. <clears throat> David. So the scriptures say, uh, this is after David had been anointed king. So the scriptures say this. They say from First uh, Samuel chapter 16, verse from verse 14, he says, uh, Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. Saul's attendant said to him, See, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command his servants here to search for someone who can play the harp. He will play when the evil spirit from God comes upon you and you will feel better. <clears throat> so Saul <clears throat> said to his attendants, find someone who plays well and brings him to, bring him to me. One of the servants answered, I have seen a son of Jesse <clears throat> of Bethlehem who knows how to play the harp. He is a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well and is a fine-looking man, and the Lord is with him. You see, so they could. There was a distinction. The presence of God gives you a mark of distinction. Huh? So this is something that they were speaking about: their sense of approval, their sense of backing, that they, they, that there was evidence that God, the Lord, was with him, and that's what they, what they were seeing at that point in time. That and the Lord was with him. That's a significant statement, huh? <clears throat> and. Uh, and, the, and this expression of God being with him continues even in the presence of Saul because this is what happened from verse 19. It says, uh, uh, Then Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son David who is with the sheep. So Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread, a skin of wine, and a young goat and sent them with his son David to Saul. David came to Saul and entered his service. Saul liked him very much and David became one of his armor bearers. Then Saul sent word to Jesse, allow David to remain in my service for I am pleased with him. So you see this same favor that that was evident in David's life that the people were recommending him to Saul uh, had uh, had seen in him or had heard about him is the same is is continue to express itself in the palace when he went there because Saul liked him. But the point here is that uh, the the issue is the point here I wanted to make is in verse. 18 where he speaks about as they describe him then they say and the lord is with him so the, so they could see evidently of all the things that there's a mark of uh, the hand of god upon him by his presence and his favor so the favor of god places a mark of divine approval or on a person it's a, it's, a, it's an expression of divine endorsement 
because the Lord is with that person, so favor is one of the benefits of his presence. <clears throat> the second reason why God releases favor upon a person, the second purpose of favor is that is to facilitate the fulfillment of his purposes on earth without unnecessary hindrances. To fulfill the fulfillment of God's purpose on earth without unnecessary hindrances. It's important to know this, that favor helps us to overcome obstacles, limitations in the natural realm, roadblocks, and gatekeepers on the path of purpose or on the course of destiny. So the spheres in which we are supposed to uh, execute our divine assignments, uh, they are filled with uh, uh, the path through that those places or even those places they are filled with gatekeepers. They have obstacles, they are limitations, they are roadblocks. And uh, you need the papa, you need uh, the favor of God. Just as we saw in the case of, uh, of uh, the land of the Philistines where there was famine, but there was the favor of God was upon him. There were people opposing uh, Isaac because of his prosperity, but the favor of God was backing him until now their king had to come and seek to have a treaty with him. So now we see it. So, so, so the thing is like the favor enhances uh, our capacity to be able to fulfill this assignment in an easier way. And we can see that from the Bible that by the favor of God, Joseph, Esther, Gideon, Moses, Ezra, Nehemiah, David, Mary, the mother of Jesus, who the angel said that he was highly favored, and the Lord Jesus himself and Apostle Paul were able to fulfill God's purpose in their generation because of the favor of God, the favor of the, from the Father. See, so, so, so you will need favor to be able to uh, fulfill your divine assignment. You need supernatural favor, divine favor, not just favor with men, but favor with God. Favor with God that also extends favor with men. The other keys that have to relate to favor with men, but in general, the favor of God also causes people to favor you in, in general with a, 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 as, as, as we see in certain, in many circumstances. Uh, but there are other keys that relate to just favor with men alone. So, the third uh, benefit, or not, let me say the third purpose uh, of the favor of God uh, is to enhance our dependence on God. The third uh, purpose of the favor of God is to enhance our dependence on God. There are things that only God can do. There are things that only God can do, that we can't do. And God wants to help us to do them. And so God releases his wisdom, his power, his resources, his favor. See, so his favor is uh, one of the things that we, grant, we, we are granted by depending upon the Lord. God likes to be dependent on. He wants to display his faithfulness and limitless, limitless capacity to us. He wants to show us that he is God, that he is the sovereign Lord. So he wants us to depend upon him. He wants us not to rely on ourselves or not to rely on other people or not to, to go uh, to abandon him and go and rely on other gods and other forces of darkness. God wants to be dependent upon him. And so he grants us favor and he grants us supernatural wisdom and resources and power to be able to, to enhance our dependence on him. And the scriptures say this in, uh, concerning uh, dependence on God. In Proverbs chapter 3, 
verse 5. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, it says, uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. So you see, the scriptures advising us that we shouldn't depend on ourselves, on our, the strength of the flesh, our human strength. It does not mean that we don't use it, but it means that let that not be our exclusive sense of dependence at the expense of God. That uh, God wants us to lean not on our own understanding, but to trust in Him, to rely on His supernatural wisdom, favor, power. So God's favor is granted to us so that uh, we can be dependent on Him. And the scripture also continues to say the same thing in uh, uh, in, in uh, Jeremiah chapter 17 from verse 5. It says, uh, 5, 5 to 8, it says, this is what the Lord says, cast is the one, is, cast is the one who trusts in man, who depends on flesh for his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. He will be like a bush in the westlands. He will not see prosperity when it comes. He will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when, uh, when, when heat comes. It leaves, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. So you can see the distinct difference between depending on man, depending on flesh, and depending on God with his limitless capacity, his supernatural ability. So God desires and instructs us to depend upon him, to trust in him, not to rely on alternatives to him. And, 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 and therefore, he releases his favor in order to be able to enhance that kind of dependence upon him. And so as we conclude this episode, I'd like you to reflect on this. Why do you want to function in a higher dimension of favor? Why do you want to function in a higher dimension of the favor of God? Yeah. What is your motive? Is it any of these three things or the ones we'll discuss in the next episode? Or do you have another agenda? Is it so that you can catch up with your friends and become as rich as them or richer than them or is it so that you can get opportunities lucrative opportunities uh, and get into spheres of relationships uh, and connections that make you feel better about yourself that make you enjoy certain privileges is it so that you can travel the world or so that you can be prominent and famous is that your motive or is it the purposes of God is it the purposes of God yeah, so <clears throat> that's something to reflect on. I'd like you, if you, I like you to share and subscribe to this uh, uh, podcast if you have been blessed by this episode. And I would like you, you can share the same with a friend, a colleague, a family member on your social media platform, or to whoever you think may benefit. And also, you can give us feedback from the podcast platform from which you are listening to this uh, message from. Uh, 
you can also use the email address provided in the show notes and or uh, the social media profiles the accounts that have been provided i pray for you that uh, you will uh, go deeper into the understanding of god's favor and align yourself appropriately for uh, align yourself appropriately to be able to enjoy the favor of god by having the right motives by aligning your motives with the purpose of favor as expressed in scripture according to this episode that you have had today in our next episode i'm going to continue to explain the purpose of favor may god bless you